We all go a little mad. Get you. Hello and welcome to the Horror Hour, the show where we discuss, debate and disagree on all things horror. I am your host, George, and today I am joined, of course, by our fellow host, Utaka. Utaka, hello. Hello. And today, myself and Utaka are going to be talking about our favourite thing. Well, I mean, I'm generalising because, I I mean, I think it's his favourite thing. We are going to be ranking the Scream franchise. Yutaka, how do you feel? This is quite a big one for us to be doing today. How do you feel about it? Oh, it's going to be fun. It is going to be fun. I'm looking forward to it. So what we'll basically do is we'll hit our from, from bottom to top, from four down to one until we get to the main one. We will break down what our ranking is and our reasons for that ranking and then we'll head on until we hit number one. And if you stay to the end, we're having a fun game of quotes. That needs a better title. I don't know. Guess who? So we're going to do a, a fun trivia where basically we've both selected some quotes from across the Scream franchise, and we're going to read them out to each other. And if we are true Scream fans, we will know what movie they are from. So everyone, we will get a point if you guess the movie correctly. And you'll get a bonus point if you can guess who said it as well, which is very exciting. But right now, we're going to start, of course, with the ranking. So without further ado, let's get into it, Utaka. All right. So my number four pick is actually the third one. Okay. So first off, I, I do need to say I love all the Scream films. I do. Um, but this would be my least liked, uh, you know, as per usual, Scream always kills off a character I love. And as soon as Parker Posey died, I was like, nope, I'm done because she added such a fun snark to it. And I loved seeing her and Gail go back and forth. Uh, but the whole idea that they were on the set of a new stab and, some of the cast was not the best. Like, I mean, actually, I was happy that Gina McCarthy died early because, you know, she's problematic, people. Mm. Um, it just wasn't my favorite. And for like a finale, even though it wrapped so many things up, I did love. And I loved the indie and I thought it was great. But I can't say I it was one of my favorites. Well... I'm going to say snap there because my number four is also number three. Um, I've got a feeling we're probably going to have the same list. So, but this, still, that's fine. We maybe just very are in sync. So Scream 3, as, as Yutaka says, I very much enjoy this, all of the screams. And I do, Scream 3 does hold a special place in my heart because it it's just, you know, it's bad, but you've got to like enjoy it as well at the same time. <laughs> Like it kind of just has a, a charm to it. And I do think Parker Posey is probably my favorite thing about the film. Obviously, we all know 
that there were a hell of a lot of rewrites to the original story because of, of stuff that happened in the real world. I'm, I still believe that some of those things might come back into play in the new scream. Let's see. But anyway, scream three. Yeah. It's, it just feels slightly disjointed compared to the first two. Mm -hmm. And I, just think that for me there is too much that I didn't that just didn't do it for me I agree the whole being on set thing it was like taking it to the next level of being meta of course which is fine it's what all these films are about but the the rushed sort of rewritten ending the the way that you could tell that originally some characters were all that were intended to be killers. They like, you know, there was seen, you could tell that that was going to happen and they obviously didn't go with that in the end. But yeah. And I, do you know what? I didn't actually dislike the killer in terms of the Roman. story of it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't dislike that the story of that. Killer. I know some people were like, Oh, it was stupid. But I think like you say, it kind of wrapped up the three quite well mm-hmm. as a trilogy. But I do wish, and it's always my gripe, and I always post about this every time. I think it was, I think it was Hello Sydney um, on Twitter. I think posted it um, when she, when she, they say, "Oh, be careful, Sid, the killer." Do we, um, do we, Jesus? Um, Randy said the killer is always superhuman, and she says, "No, he wasn't superhuman, Dewey. He wasn't superhuman at all." And then he gets up, proceeds to get up and go. I really think considering the end that the part just before that where they hold hands and they have this really this moment where you realize this is a brother and sister who, you know, have just found each other and it's all, you know, through no fault of their own. I mean, Maureen Prescott, like she got a lot to answer for. I know, obviously, in this one, they sort of touch on the whole. And I mean, that was an interesting element, maybe. I mean, it was probably ahead of its time, to be honest. The sexual assault storyline that kind of was undertone yeah. there. So I understand that, you know, I'm not, that was an element of the reason that, you know, she was the way she was towards the end. But anyway, sorry, I'm digressing. What I'm trying to say is that scene between those two, I thought was really nice when they hold hands and the music. I mean, Sydney's theme, oh, Mark, I'll tell you, it's gorgeous chef's kiss but then i just really wish that he hadn't have got up because i think it would have been more just it would have made more sense and felt more heartfelt that this he wasn't because both the other killers they they got up uh you know you got billy doing that but and you got mickey doing and all that so i think this would have made uh, felt a bit more like wow that he didn't get back up because he was he wasn't superhuman he was a boy a scared boy who just wanted a family but so that's a, that's another that's one of my ravings i'm like i kind of and the opening's terrible it's so rubbish and they then they got with they did all this stuff with all the different voice like the the having all the voice changes with the different people's voices was just too too far for me so yeah scream three for me is also my number four so i think we both agree on that um that it it's I'm not, really shocked by that. It's not a bad. It's not a bad film, but it just has a lot of bits that I can't really forgive compared to the others. So, yeah, that's me, and that's Yutaka. And with that, <laughs> Yutaka, 
this will be it. Now I will know when you give this answer if we've got the same. So Yutaka, what is your number three? Number two. We don't have the same list. Continue. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. <sighs> number two. Uh, supposedly the sequel that's better than the first. I don't believe that. But, uh, and, you know, this film had so many good parts to it. What I just had issues with, though, I'm tired of one scene, Sarah Michelle Gellar die, damn it. Even though it was a cool death. Uh, I don't know. I just, and also Randy, I never got over that Randy died. That he was like my favorite character of all because I was like, I want to work in a video store. I want that to be me. I think he was kind of cute, you know, but um, I don't know. There was just something about it that I just I when I saw it in theaters, I was like, OK, all right, I got it. Yeah, cool. And the whole oh, God, the whole defense at the end that the movies made me do it. I, I mean, I'm glad they called that. Like that wasn't going to work. But it just, it was very, I don't know. I just didn't have fun with number two as much as everybody else did. I thought, uh, I loved the performances. Uh, you know, it sounds silly, but fucking, they should have killed Dewey in that one. Like, mm -hmm. There was just some things that I was like, guys, you could have committed on some of these. But it's still a great film. But I don't find myself going back and rewatching it as much. And to me, the way I rank or love films is by how much, though, am I going to go back and just want to sit down and rewatch your film? That's not one of them, unfortunately. Okay. I mean, that's fair. All, all valid points. Mm -hmm. I did not go with that for my number three. My number three is Scream 4. I do enjoy Scream 4. However, I feel like it was made because the, the, the studio said, Wes, we want you to create another Scream film. And he was just like, okay. And it just kind of was like a last minute thing. Yeah. Uh, we, the, first of all, we need to talk about the filter that they used on that film. Because the way that film was filtered and shot was not the one. I know they were using that on quite a few films back in the like 2010s, like for horror films, but especially for remakes of it, but it was just not the one. It really looked bizarre. And I'm so looking forward to being able to see Scream 2022 within what it's supposed to look like. But Scream 4 for me, I do really enjoy. And I think that the, I, and it probably was the one I was most shocked about when it came to said killer i remember being yeah. in the cinema and be like oh shit wow because like that i did not see that coming because my vibe going in was because we'd had the trilogy and we were being introduced and obviously that was the point we were being introduced to jill and you're like okay this is the new sydney and mm -hmm. i was fully ready for sydney to die in that film agreed actually and then it was like oh turn it on its head and to be honest i would have i kind of wish they had like you said about committing to things, I think it would have been really interesting to have had Jill live 
and to be living this fa- in the next film and to be living like this famous life, blah, blah, all she wants. And then having like, I know what you did last summer vibes where <laughs> somebody knows that she's the killer. And then you could have had like them, you know. No, shut up. Stop. Yes, yes. And Cut. Then they, no. You could have had mm-hmm. a really cool like fight scene between the two killers and like, anyway. No, George, stop. No, absolutely not. That's ridiculous. No, it's it's not as ridiculous. It's not ridiculous, guys. And let me know in the comments below if you'd have liked to see Scream 5 if it had been Jill. I know what you did last summer. But anyway, Scream 4, I quite enjoyed the cast overall. Um, obviously, Justice for Kirby. Will she be back? I don't know. I'm, I'd am i like to think so, but I just don't want to hold. I don't know. Hope. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm with you. Justice for Kirby. Absolutely. Yeah. But she's brilliant. But yeah, I loved her. But yeah, there was just parts of it that didn't like the 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 original cast. It felt like the Star Wars remakes were like severely underutilized or were not used in the correct way. They were just kind of there. Yeah. And I think. Agreed. This is something that I'll be interested to see how Scream 2022 fares with how they use the 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 original characters and the new cast and how that sort of mangles into one. I don't feel like they did it successfully in Scream 4. Yeah. But I still really enjoy it and I do enjoy one of my like favorite quotes, um, which isn't in my quote thing. Oh, I hope it's not in your quote thing though. Now I say <laughs> but I'll say it anyway and if it is you have to cross off. But one of my favorite quotes is um you just won't die, will you? Who are you? Michael fucking Myers, which is um which I love. It's just such a cool quote. But I, I just enjoyed Jill. I thought she was really good. And Emma Roberts did a really good job in that sense. But yeah, it just, again, it felt like it was, it was the film was forced to be created. Um, well, I mean, it went through production hell. Yeah. So I would put that as, as my number three, because mm. I do, I would, I do probably watch it more than Scream 3. But yeah. Yeah. So wow, guys. So let me tell you why number four is my second pick. Yes. A one, because I can watch that over and over because Jill is batshit insane and I love every minute of it. Um, I do enjoy the young cast and I think it's really, it was really nice to see um, because I too thought they were going to kind of move towards a new generation because it was supposed to be a new trilogy until it well it bombed mm-hmm. at the box office uh, and i think there are just certain things that i really liked because it was kind of updated it was modern you know it was still being meta and come you know uh you know coming with or uh what's that phrase like I don't know the phrase. I don't either. Moving with the times. Coming moving with the, with the times. Yeah, yeah. Moving yeah. with the times. Oh God! <laughs> Sorry, guys. I literally just woke up out of bed. It he uses that excuse me. every week. He uses that excuse every week. Um. Yeah. No. It's it's true though. This time, like it was like eight in the morning, and I thought we were filming at like eleven my time. I lied to him. He did. So. But I also, um, a couple of things. I love some good gory kills and four delivers on that. Um, The only, well, I will say, I hate that they didn't use like a prop knife and they used a CG knife. That was a little, ugh. 
Because there's scenes uh, where you, well, in the same way. Tell. Well, there's the scene where he stabs, um, or she stabs, uh, Gail, and there's no blade. Yeah. <laughs> because they forgot to add the CGI in. <laughs> so. So it's you know, but I still I, I really I just have fun watching it um, because this is sad. I don't put a lot of thought into that one, mm-hmm. but it's just such a fun ride. And honestly, Hayden Panettiere as Kirby was phenomenal. I was so upset. I truly hope somehow she's alive. I don't I, I have hope, but um, I don't think so. Um, but God, she was awesome. And I was like, I could, I really actually, I wanted her to kind of, I wanted her to continue with the series. I just thought she did a great job. Mm-hmm. But then I also have to say Jill's crazy scene where she goes absolute bonkers just gets me giddy every time. Yeah. And I remember sitting in the theaters and like, this bitch is nuts. It was crazy. <sighs> so... And yeah, it, it went through development hell. I know even they weren't really as proud of it. And then when it got released, it really didn't get the marketing it deserved. It bombed and it pretty much killed the series until now. And it sucks because we could have had more Wes. So that breaks my heart a little. But I do enjoy this film. Um, I really did. I just it's one I can watch surprisingly over and over. I know. I'm I'm terrible. It. I have no taste. I will allow you to have this on this occasion because it's scream. It's still scream, so it's okay. Well, then I'll move into my number two, which is of course Scream Two. I mean, it could have been Scream. Imagine that. Imagine the plot twist if I'd have said it was Scream. Yutaka would have come through that screen and murdered. I me. would have beat your fucking ass. But no, it is you're safe. It is. Scream 2. I really enjoy Scream 2 like a lot. I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's well, the the best out of all of the sequels. Obviously, that's why it's my number two. Wow. Okay. I just think it plays well. It it leads on well from the first film. Scream 3 got a bit like weird and like ghosts and more impressed on things, and you went and then Scream 4. Uh, I just, hated that. Yeah, it wasn't. So for me, Scream 2, I thought, was a really good um, sequel to the to the original. I, I like the setting. I like the university. I like that we sort of moved on. I It was nice to have, obviously, to see the, the characters again and have them, you know, picking up a few years later. And I really enjoy the killers. Now, I know everyone's always a bit like, oh, well, it's not. They kind of, you know put middle finger up to you because you they Mickey disappears for 45 minutes of the film so you can never <laughs> right. really think that it's him but and and but I think the plot twist of the Mrs. Loomis oh Debbie saw I did like that that Debbie was a good Salt plot twist was very yeah. very good I loved that and I found I also loved the scene when Gail is hiding in through like the film classrooms and stuff and and all that. Oh, sort of the the what are those? The sound dampers. Yeah, like the sound the... dampers and everything like that, and the and the, <sighs> the recording booths and all that was a lot of fun. I will tell you, in the theaters, I do remember that part. Like, put me on edge. Like, I could feel my heart pumping during that. 
Um, so, oof, okay, that that is a good, that's a really good scene. Yeah, so. and the opening, obviously not as good as the f- first, but I think it's all, it's the best opening since the first. Um, in yeah, terms of an opening I would scene. agree. And it's a lot of fun, and it was really interesting to do, to, you know, they obviously, they were like, okay, we could do another phone call situation, but they want to do something different. And I thought, yeah, I mean, it would it would never happen in a UK cinema because we don't react like that to films. We all just sit there. So if somebody was stabbed, we would know. Um, even even in horror films, we're not going Rah! like if anybody did that in the UK cinema, they would be arrested. So, <laughs> I mean, I don't think it, that happens now yeah. anymore. But in the past, yes, people would go bonkers bonkers for like a big film release Mm -hmm. especially you know and nothing to i saw it with harry potter i saw it with star wars um you know the first avengers like people just yeah Mm. now though it is obviously it's it's more subdued yeah and that's yeah Mm -hmm. but still a very good uh, the opening scene is a lot of fun it's really good but so for me, that's probably what is my number two. And I also really like I, I love Timothy Oliphant. I think he's hilarious and funny and he, he he's also a really good actor. And his scene, it was so good. And I think he, to me, is probably one of I really as a killer, probably. And this, I know people are gonna hate me the best. And I'm going to tell you why right now, because he is genuinely just insane. He's genuinely just a mass murderer. Billy Loomis was driven to it because of um, his mother leaving. Stu was, but you can do that. You can take it off. I'm going to keep talking. Billy Loomis and Stu are great, but they are, I think Mickey holds a better torch. He is the only one who is actually um, a mass murderer that just is insane. As I said, Billy was driven to it. Stu was pushed to it. You know, again, Roman was pushed to it because of his like abandonment and Jill was pushed to it because of the fame. Whereas Mickey's just like, I just want to kill people. So, yeah. I'll just wait for you, Taka, to come back in with the headphones. So on that note, Yutaka, what's your number one film? Oh, oh, yes, of course. Sorry. <laughs> Can't believe you said that. Jesus. Mm-hmm. But teach their own. I think obviously both of ours. So Scream, yeah, the original. Mm-hmm. You don't fuck with the original. No. Um, Scream to me was one of the first films. But I, I by that time I had already loved horror. By but it was the first film in a very long time that I saw in cinemas when it came out that actually scared the living shit out of me. <laughs> Um, because one, it, it was, there was a killer, you know, there were so many things like looking at that, I'm like, that could happen. Mm-hmm. And so there was that, but I love the dialogue. It was very witty. It was, you know, you got a fresh new cast who really sold it. And I love the final set piece, the little plot twist. There was just so much about that movie that I truly loved. And I still, to this day, it was just a moment just watching it on screen. And if not for anything to this day, and I will always say it, it is the best, has the best opener of a horror film. I mean, Drew Barrymore. Yeah, Drew. I don't know. Yeah, maybe actually. Hmm. Sure. (laughs) Uh, 
But Drew Barrymore's performance and that just sequence was absolutely terrifying. I think I was like 12 or 13 when I saw that. And I was on the edge of my fucking seat, like gripping. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Uh, it was incredible. And it like, it shocked everybody. People mm-hmm. were, you know, I can tell you a, a lot of the gays were pissed. I knew one who's like, I walked out and asked for my money back. I'm like, mm, calm down, Mary. You know, like I was like, but she died. We got still got, you know, all this other cast. So whatevs. But it was just so good. That opening, it just holds up. And I, you know, it's just, I love that movie. Seeing it in theaters, if you ever get the chance, I always say do it. It is, it's amazing to see on the big screen. It's just, it holds a special place in my heart Mm -hmm. because I remember how terrified I was. Also because I love Wes Craven and it was just so nice to see that yet again, this man came in and turned the horror industry on its head Mm -hmm. because they're like, what is this? A clever, well, and there were still good slashes before, but unfortunately, you know, they're just coming through all the Friday the 13th, then even the Nightmare on Elm Street sequels and Halloween sequels. But this, everyone was like, what? And it was a hit. And obviously it's, you know, spawned so much more. Mm Mm-hmm. There we go. Well, yeah, as I say, I'm the same as you suck. It's my favorite of them all. And of course, if you watched our favorite scary movies podcast, which if you didn't, you can go and check out now. Spoiler alert, it's my favorite horror movie of all time. So it's not a surprise that it's number one on this list. But yeah, I I just love that film, as you say, you know, I don't want to like repeat everything that Yutaka said, but obviously it's a lot in the same vein. You know, the opening was just fantastic. It was just like you say, you're so captivated by it. Obviously, I didn't get to see it in the cinema, but still, even just at home, you kind of, I wish that I was old enough to have gone to see it in the cinema. But you can get everyone by this time that comes this, everyone's probably a lot of people will have seen the 25th anniversary edition in the cinema. So that will be cool. I'm not going because I'm avoiding the trailer so we can react to it. For you guys, we are missing this for you. I'll watch it on the day. I'll like watch the screen at this next weekend, this weekend, Um, like when when I would go see it in the cinema. But yeah, so for me, it's it's just it's so good. I mean, Nev Campbell just proves like she's just so good. I mean, she's good in all of them, but this one, you know, there's that air of not like amateur, but you know, like I'm not talking about I'm talking about Sydney here, not I'm talking about. But this sort of, you know, naive young girl who's sort of just coming into her own. And she's had so much, you know, stuff happen to her in her past, but she just manages to get through it all. And, you know, I think it's the strong, it's definitely the strongest cast overall. Agreed. Such a a strong cast, um, Mm -hmm. you know, with everybody and two great killers and they're fantastic. And two, you know, and the polar opposites are each other as well, which was was really funny. So, yeah, it just... It really does just hold up well, and I think it will continue to hold up well for forever because it's just it's it's so well written. The soundtrack is brilliant. The cast are fantastic. The directing is amazing. So you can't really it's and no matter how many times you watch that intro, like you're still like like oh my god, um, this is so cool. Like it's you just feel excited about it or scared and yeah. So it's the exa- same as you tag it. I just think it's amazing and I love it. And I will always love it. 
And let's see, I think what will be interesting now is, of course, in January, we have Screen 2022 coming out. And we'll have to maybe revisit this list. Of course, when we do our, we'll be doing a review, of course, of Scream 2022. Maybe we'll have to revisit the list to see where Scream... I can't keep have to call it Scream 2022 because it's not Scream 5. Scream 2022 comes into that list. And that'll be very interesting to see. Do you think it will be number two? I hope. I, I really do. I have I love Radio Silence and I have a lot of faith in them. Mm-hmm. This cast is incredible. Yeah. It's great to see everyone come back. I I feel like they'll honor Wes's legacy. And yeah, I'm I'm really excited and I truly hope that it's a great film. I'm nervous for the trailer just because you know they said it's gonna, it's still regardless, they have to be careful because it'll give things away. So I'm curious to what they'll do. But uh, it sounds like it's going to be the most meta, which I'm okay with too. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I'm really excited. I I cannot wait. So I hope so. We will see. I don't think anything's going to ever top Scream though for me in terms of the series. Mm-hmm. That it, and part of that is the emotional experience of seeing it in theaters and just how overwhelmed I was as watching it and mm-hmm. like that's that's part of why it means so much to me. Um, but can I plug something then? Because this is why it's a little controversial that I said this is better than the sequel. Sure. Plug away. So I got to interview Kurt Sienga, who is an executive producer and uh, showrunner on Eli Ross History of Horror that is on AMC Friday nights, 10 p.m. Eastern. And well, the first episode is about sequels that don't suck. And Scream is on there. <laughs> and I, being a fool, let him know that I thought Scream was better than Scream 2. Yep, that's me, guys. But I had to say it. That was my opinion. But I still love that they showed Wes so much love mm-hmm. for that. So I just, and that interview will be dropping soon. There you go. So keep an eye out, keep an eye out for it for sure. Well, on that note, we'll take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be playing a little trivia game of guessing the screen quotes. Who's who? I don't know what we're going to call it. It's just a game. We're playing a game, guys. All right. So see you in a minute. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Horror Hour TV. And we are back. So without further ado, let's just get into it. We're going to play a little trivia game. So myself and Yutaka have both selected five quotes each. And basically, we're going to take it in turns to guess what movie the quote is from for one point and for a bonus point, who said the quote. Okay, so Yutaka, I think maybe I'll start. Yeah. Okay, so your first quote is, I think you'll know this one. I hope. I'm bad with movie quotes, guys. It's true. Dead serious. It's so sad. Here we go. Okay. I'll wait for you to finish your Pepsi. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Well, no, because you. it's, you know. God. Okay. Okay, here we go. And to make sure that I say it correctly, because I don't want to misquote it, but I shouldn't do, because I do know all, I wrote all these from my head. He does. It's pretty impressive. Okay. 
$50. What are you? A reporter for Woodsboro High. Uh, Jennifer from Scream 3. Ding, ding. There's two points to you, Shaka, there. Congratulations. Yes, that was Jennifer in the basement scene of Scream 3. There we go. Two points. See how easy this game is? Let's see if I can do the same. Yutaka, give me my number one. Okay. Come on, Mr. Ghostface. Whisper to me. Aren't you supposed to ask me a question? That was... I feel like this is going to sound like Cluedo. That was Tatum in the garage in Scream. Cut. Nope, he's cancelled. Absolutely not. I'm going to tell you what that quote is, because I know that one. I get, just gave you a quote from Kirby Reed. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and Tatum is, no, Mr. Ghost. Yeah, it's because I want to be in the sequel. sequel. Oh, my God. Not me being so... Um, Cancelled. Sure, sure about that quote as well. I was like, let me <laughs> tell you. Oh, my God. <sighs> I'm hungover, guys. So I'm going to blame it on the alcohol. He always is. It's George. All right. Okay. Moving on then. Let me go to your number two, which is, it's also predictable that there's no element of surprise. You can see everything coming. That is, can you say it one more time? It's also predictable. There's no element of surprise. You can see everything coming. Is that Sydney and Scream? Uh-uh. Oh, is it? Oh, no. Is that mm. Casey? No. Oh, who is it? Oh, it's Anna Paquin, a.k.a. Rachel from Scream 4. It's also predictable. There's no element of surprise. You can see everything coming. <gasps> Do you see that coming? Oh. Yeah, all right. Because I knew that's from step seven. I wouldn't get it. Okay, all right. So we're both... Oh, no, I still haven't got one. Yeah. (laughs) So I need to get this one so we can be on par. All right. Give me my number two. Okay, all right. (sighs) All right. All right. The quote is... (laughs) Yeah. My life. That is Detective Kincaid in Scream 3. When Sydney asks, what's your favorite favorite scary movie? Good for you. (laughs) I've redeemed myself, guys. I've redeemed myself. I don't know. That still shocks the hell out of me. But continue. Okay. Right. (laughs) Your number three... Is okay. I was gonna say who it was then. <clears throat> that, would been, <laughs> that would have been a bit of a giveaway. Okay, your number three is why do you always answer a question with a question? Why do you always answer a question with a question? God, it's one of the killer's phone calls. Oh no, 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 no. It's between Dewey and Gail, and I'm gonna say Gail and Scream. Uh-uh. Oh. Incorrect. Told you guys, I'm really bad with movie quotes. 
So the correct answer is CC in Scream 2. Uh, Why do you always answer a question with a question? I need to mark off the one quote I was going to give because it was one of hers. Well, you didn't have to. <laughs> oh, no. As soon as I, I yeah. Okay. okay. Fair enough. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. I see. Okay. Um, My number three. All right. Stupid people go back. Smart people run. We're smart people, so we should get the fuck out of here. Oh. Stupid people run. We're smart. Stupid people. Sorry, say it one more time. Stupid people go back. Smart people run. We're smart people, so we should get the fuck out of here. And I'm going to open it. It's a Diet Pepsi, guys. I'm so sorry. We're not sponsored. I just don't want you to think I'm opening a beer at 11 a.m. I know. Smart people. We should get the fuck out of here. I can see it. It's coming to me. Mm-hmm. Is it... I don't know if it is. Uh, is it Haley in Scream 2? Fuck you, yes. <gasps> oh, I was I, I thought for a second it might have been Jennifer from Scream 3, but it was okay, thank God. That's when they come out of the car and she's like, wait, I gotta find out who it is. And you're like, Sydney, you're taking the piss. He really knows his quotes, people. Well, apart from the first one. <laughs> All right, your turn. Okay. I think you'll know this one, but it's just such a, I just, it's such a fun quote. Um, could you please explain to Betty Crocker that I have every right to be here? Could you please explain to Betty Crocker that I have every right to be here? Oh, <laughs> that's Gail and Scream 4 because yeah. it's the, the whole lemon square. The lemon squares. <laughs> lemon squares taste like ass. Yes. <laughs> So currently we're on what? You've got four points Mm -hmm. and I've got six, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So give me my number four. I'm thinking because there are only two. Okay. All right. Um, Let's go with. Oh, yeah, here we go. If they're looking for Maureen Roberts, they're never going to find her. Rena Reynolds, they will. Bianca Burnett, Scream 3. Yes, fucking hate you. Bravo. And can we also talk about just a little shout out to Carrie Fisher, who wrote that scene herself. She's an icon. She's amazing. Because one of my, I was going to use the quote, um... I was almost Princess Leia, you know. I was <laughs> close. So who gets it? The one who sleeps with George Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's really no way I can win now. There We're isn't. only doing... F- no, George, you won. But let's do... Let's just finish the last quote. quote. So, yeah, oh, yeah. All right, one. right. And I'll give you a chance to win this one. Oh, okay. Because, well, to win this thing. 
I do like that idea. Are you ready? Go take a deep mm-hmm. breath. Halloween, uh, Texas Chainsaw, Dawn of the Dead, The Hills Have Eyes, Amityville Horror, uh, Last House on the Left, Friday the 13th, The Nightmare on Elm Street, My Bloody Valentine, When Stranger Calls, Prom Night Black, Christmas House of Wax, The Fog, Piranha. It's one of those, right? Right? I couldn't resist, sorry. That's a, no, I love it. Kirby Reed, Scream 4. Yes. She's a, she's an icon as well. She is. Ugh. She is. Right, go on then. Give me one final hurrah. Let's see if I can do this and redeem myself from the first one. Okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. One generation's tragedy is the next one's joke. Do we scream for? <laughs> I'm so pissed. I'm, but I'm so pissed at myself that I I that first, I got that first one wrong because I would I just I was too I was being too cocky, and again mm-hmm. I was just thinking of it was the way you, it was the whole like. Are you supposed to whisper it? Like the whole, like that element of it just put me off. So I apologize to everybody. But I w- we would like to know in the comments below how many of those did you get right yourselves? Did you guess them all correctly? Were there any you didn't know? Did we trip you up at all? Let us know in the comments below. And on that note, that is the end of our episode. And we want to say thank you very much for joining us. As usual, Yutaka, thank you very much for being here. As always, it's a pleasure. I've had a lot of fun. This is one of our, I say, was an episode that we talked, which we knew was going to be up there at one point. And so I'm glad that we finally got to do it. Don't forget, you can subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can hit that notification bell so you never miss anything. As soon as our video is up, it goes bing bong. It doesn't do that, but it does basically. You can hit like to help and comment as well. As I say, comment, let us know what your favorite ratings of the Scream films are. And if you've got any of those quotes right, or what are your favorite quotes from the Scream series as well. Don't forget, we've also got merch, which you can find at redbubble slash shop slash the horror hour of course the link will be in the description below and if you are listening on the podcast as well as i say make sure you head over to the youtube channel because sometimes we have videos on there including trailer reactions that aren't of course on the actual podcast so you don't want to miss some of the extra tidbits that come your way and next week is exciting because next week will be our review of halloween kills so we shall see the jury's still out on it let's see what happens but that's for next week and of course there'll also be lots of other videos and content throughout the week as well but that is it from us so have a wonderful rest of your day wonderful rest of your week and we will see you next time bye guys bye you have been listening to the horror hour See you next time.